Hey there, my name's Amy, and I've been kind of quarantined in my home for quite some time. Just a little bit of background information on the situation. The world is battling coronavirus right now, COVID-19, something I'm sure at this point every single person knows about. It's a strain of the flu, but a strain we don't have a lot of knowledge over. It spreads quickly and often under the radar, which is a big factor of why we're all so fearful of it. I'm not going to lecture about it or what to do because that's just not my level of expertise, but over the next few minutes or so, I'm going to get into how it's been affecting me and just some general thoughts on it. Now, it didn't affect me or my daily life until March 9th when my college sent everyone home a week early for spring break just as a precaution. No one on my campus had it. As a regular spring break came to an end, the state of Connecticut came to the conclusion that it was just not safe for us to return to campus for the remainder of the school year. I moved out of my on-campus dorm completely last Saturday, and I've been adjusting to life ever since. Since being home, I've had two really big main struggles, and the first one is that for the first time since 2014, so a whole six years, my family of four is living under the same roof. So yeah, Sharing a bathroom with my older sister again and living by the, my parents' rules and demands haven't been all that fun. But we're all getting used to it and it's becoming easier by the week. And despite that it drives me up the freaking wall sometimes, I am very grateful to be back with them and laughing with them and spending a lot, a lot of bonding time with them. My second main struggle I am having with this coronavirus, coronacation, whatever you want to call it, is this new kind of homeschooling situation. My freshman year of college, it was difficult to find this balance of school and work and socializing and relaxing. And I finally found it and I was in a great flow. And now that I am back home with a new way of learning, it, it feels like I'm going back to square one, honestly. You know, I'm someone who relies on the structure of going to classes and my extracurriculars and the library to keep my day productive and moving along. I no longer have that access to the library, nor the structure. And now my daily life is waking up about 20 minutes before my Zoom class starts. And once that's over, it's about five hours of unproductively moping around my house. And for me, sitting down to do homework in my room or at the kitchen table, it's very difficult to do. And and now I also have no extracurriculars to fill that bit of time I have at the end of the day. And I'm slowly trying to figure it out again and how to balance it all, but it's definitely a work in progress. I was gonna go into, I'm sitting in front of my notes, and I was gonna go into a whole thing about my concerns for the world, but I'm sure at this point we all have generally the same concerns. The economy, the safety and the health of our, our neighbors and our, our families and friends, and honestly all the questions we don't have answered and i can sit here and list out my concerns and my fears over coronavirus and what it's going to do for our future but at this point that's not what we need i think what we really need right now is positivity and optimism because there is no good in setting in extra fear and these extra negative thoughts of just anticipating bad that's going to happen when there's so much good going on right now so instead of doing my original plan, I'm just going to be looking at articles and looking up right now, just off the bat, good things that are happening in the world. Because I promise you there are, and we need to really focus on that right now. So I have no structure for this. I'm just going to pull up my browser and search. 
the first thing that I have is a BuzzFeed article that I just found. It looks like there was a 15-year-old girl, um, and it was her last chemo session. And there's a really heartwarming video of an entire parade of her family, friends, neighbors. They all got in their cars, dressed up their cars. Well, not dressed up their cars, but decorated their cars, made signs. And watching her reactions, how great that was, that's, that's really heartwarming. And that just happened. This article was posted on March 26th. That's like a few days ago. It's gone viral over the internet, and she's getting a lot of, you know, warm wishes from celebrities. John Krasinski, you know, he tweeted at her. And just a lot of random strangers that are congratulating her and, you know, lifting her up still in these... I mean, obviously, you know, last chemotherapy session was... It's a great accomplishment, but I'm sure it's still not going to be an easy journey for her. So to have these people looking out for her and giving her these words of wisdom are really cool to see. Okay, so I just found another article about... Uh, it's kind of coronavirus related, but it's it's titled How Celebrities, Athletes, and Civilians Are Giving Back to the Coronavirus Pandemic. And some of the, just the big statements that are jumping out to me are Zion Williamson, a, a basketball player. He's going to cover the salaries of Smoothie King Center staff, which is, I believe, the staff that helped put on like the NBA game since the NBA shut down. That was a huge deal in the beginning of all this. Uh, Kevin Love donates $100,000 for the staff at the Rockin' Mortgage Fieldhouse. Again, another an another group of people that rely on these wages day to day who are unfortunately being laid off for, you know, what they relied on. And, you know, people with the means are donating their salaries and, and giving them money to help them survive and get that food and, and stay in home. Uh, Donatella and Versace and her daughter donate 200,000 uh, euros, I'm guessing, to a hospital in Milan, which is, is insane. Another inf Italian influencer, um, her name, Chiara Farag Faragni, I, I apologize to her but she donated 100,000 euros as well to benefit Italy. And then you just see a lot of what I've been seeing too is just, you know, neighbors who are quarantined in these big cities who are especially being told to stay inside. They're just, you know, popping their hands out their windows and singing. Or I saw in, I think it was France or Italy, um, someone projected a, a old movie onto one of the apartment buildings and, and people just watching. And for some reason, even though we're all being isolated and told to stay apart, it is really bringing a lot of people together, which is really cool to see. Um, Delta's CEO forgoes his own salary to prevent layoffs. Again, people making huge sacrifices. Josh Gad reads to kids to help out parents. And it's just the little things. It doesn't need to be big. You know, this guy's just reading to kids, getting that extra education and, and that extra engagement so parents have that tiny bit of free time to get things done. The Met Opera streaming operas for free. That's another thing. I'm seeing a lot of musicians on their social media streaming free concerts. You could pay four figures to see a concert of theirs front row. And because it's such a hard time and music is so powerful, they're just setting up their cell phones and giving you a free concert that is worth millions of dollars it's really cool to see lvmh so uh, lvmh is actually a company my sister now works for and before i think they're shut down now i'm not sure but before when quarantine wasn't so strict they started to use all their perfume and cosmetic factories to start making hand sanitizer uh, and i know a lot of uh, big beauty uh <laughs> 
beauty gurus, if you will. Jeffree Star, he used his facilities. He has huge warehouses that pump out so much all year round, just producing and distributing makeup products. And they halted all that. They had restocks coming out that they relied on. And they just halted all that to start making um, hand sanitizer products. So again, it's really cool to see these big companies putting their production on halt just to help out those who, who need it. Uh, JJ Watt and Keila Ohai donate $350,000 to the Houston food banks. Uh, Disneyland donates its leftover food after closing. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds donates $1 million to Feeding America and Food Banks Canada. And this is all from this one article. So I'm telling you there are great things happening. And so you just want to remember these stories of people just being so generous. And, and like I said, it's it's bringing people together. You, you see celebrities, they're donating millions of dollars so that people can feed their families at the end of the day. You're seeing... You're seeing just random acts of kindness. And like I said, for being so isolated, everybody's coming together. And so I think in these times, you gotta just stop thinking about the negatives. And I promise you there's good in the world. Just hop on your computer, look it up. It'll make you feel a lot better. And speaking of making yourself feel a lot better, there's a ton of things you can do. Um, for me right now, school is definitely a big distraction. It is definitely passing my time. But as I have my breaks, my study breaks, I've been recently binge watching The Great British Bake Off with my sister. And so we're baking a lot of things. We're making our own bread, which is something I never have done in my life. So like I said, school has been, you know, helping me pass my time, but there are plenty of other things you can do. And I really encourage you to find that something that'll get you out and going, whether it's rummaging through your parents' old music collection and finding someone you just something you just like, or maybe it's if you're in a spot where you're not completely constricted to being physically inside your home, um, going on a walk. I've been going on multi-mile walks every day. Uh, I'm very sore, but you know, it passes the time. You get a breath of fresh air. It clears your mind. I've been getting into a few podcasts recently, and and there's really great podcasts out there that you could find. There's and there's everything my sister loves to listen to a true crimes one i like uh deeper with the dolans which is just two twins talking about life and what they're going through and that's just it's really it's really therapeutic to just kind of listen to other people and, and their their thoughts on life uh another thing you could do is board games puzzles I did a few puzzles early on in this. We have the internet right here in our hands. You know, go look up something or that project you put off and you're like, I'm going to get it done later. Get it done. Just go do it. You know, I, I rearranged my room for the first time in I don't know how many years and I absolutely love it. I'm so happy that I finally just jumped the shark and did it. So there's a lot of things that you could be doing. There's a lot of good news that are that's happening out there. And don't dwell on the things that are bad necessarily, but also don't completely shelter yourself from the news. It's still important to get your information on the news and, and really be connected with what's going on, but don't sit there and dwell on it because that is just, it's not healthy. It's not good for your mental health. And I promise you, if you just do a little bit of something every day, you deep dive and you remember those happy stories and you look on the internet and you look up positive things happening, this quarantine will not be as bad as, as it may seem right now. It's going to get better. And plus, we're close to summer. You know, eventually the sun will be out. You know, the sun's already out longer at night. It's the, We're going to have beautiful days ahead of us. This will all be over before you know it. So I encourage you to go get those projects done you haven't gotten done yet and just try to enjoy life as best you can and don't sit and just think about all the bad things that are happening because at this point, there are still good things happening. It may seem impossible, but there are.